year. I'm LJ. What's cracking, y'all? It's Stevie Nicks. And we're Nick fans. And, and welcome, welcome to Nicks Anonymous. Myself, and I think we see Willis coming out. Fast break to Walt Frazier. Frazier then slows it down. It's picked up by Jerry West at the top of the post. Three. Yeah. New York Here's David Stern for with the announcement. pick, select Patrick Ewing. Back to another episode of Nick Synonymous. You already know, man. Episode, give it to me straight. Fifty-six, I believe, because we were fifty-five last week, right? Fifty. I mean, I think that's how it would work, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure, because I'm not, because I wasn't sure. I'm not sure either, but fifty-six. I'm going. We're running with it. I'm trusting you, Steven. I always trust you. Oh boy, don't tr- don't trust me on this one. I always I'm, trust. I just you, ran. Man. No, you can you can trust me, just not on this one. <laughs> I could be wrong. It's all good, man. Great. No shout out to the Nick's Anonymous family and friends and friends. We are the people's voice. And what, Steven? We are nothing without the people. And yes, you are the people. And with that being said, people. Follow us on Instagram at Nick Synonymous. You can find us on platforms such as Amazon Music, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Breaker. And if worse comes to worse, you can you can also Google us and you'll find us on the top. It's a lot of damage, Stephen. Yeah, I would say so myself. It's a lot I agree. of damage. We're actually going somewhere. And actually, shout out also. To the past, present, and future. Yep, shout out to Trippy and shout out to Smitty. Shout out to all those guys. You can find the past, present, and future exclusively only on YouTube for now. Now, with that being said, we got all the good stuff out the way first. As happy as the intro was, it wasn't so happy for the New York Knicks throughout the week. Yeah, it was actually pretty crappy. Lost all three games. Unacceptable, my guy unacceptable bro let me tell you um but before we even get to those i don't know i think you had something special planned well yeah um i said i was gonna do it because we haven't done it in a while you said i should do it for the people and we're gonna do it been a while since I've heard that intro. Whoa, boy, wait a minute. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I don't know if I'm excited as you are, but I'm glad to have you back. Yeah, man, This Week in Nick's History is back. I know I should do it more often, but I don't want to be overkill and do the same thing over and over. But there's a reason I'm bringing it back today, because a lot of chatter has been going on in the media. Again? Yeah, well, you know, as always, there's always chatter about the Knicks in the media. Non-stop. The city that never sleeps. And something bothered me. 
per- I don't know if it bothered you, but Ooh. it bothered me. It bothered you, like personally. Well, I wouldn't say personally. It just bothered me a little bit. Okay. It's, it's just something I heard. And I'm like, hey, that's some BS. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not me instigating. Yeah. Um. Basically, the media is saying that the Knicks have hit rock bottom after our loss to the Miami Heat. I will admit, it was a terrible loss. We didn't even give them fight. You know, and they're, and they're our rivals. I don't care what nobody says. As long as Pat the Rat Riley is still there, the Miami Heat are our rivals. Uh, Pat the Rat? Yeah, that's a 90s thing. That's what the 90s Knicks fans were calling him when he left. Pat the Rat Riley. That's no longer a good thing in today's day and age. Uh, if you're called a rat. Yeah, yeah. I mean something else. <laughs> but that was just something in the 90s. Damn. Okay, so shout, shout out to the 90s kids. Yep. yep or yep. adults. Well, yeah, we're adults now. Teenager and the kid, in teenager. a preteen and a teenager in the 90s who is now an adult. Shout out. I personally didn't call him Pat the Rat Riley, but that was a thing going around. Was it like the older generation kind of? Like your parents kind of saying it? Nah, it was more like a media thing. It's oh, like in okay, the papers okay. and all that. And like, like crowd, I guess Nick, I guess Nick fans did say it, but I personally wasn't big on it. I just knew it was around. But as I said, Pat Riley's there. They're still rivals. That's the point. But here's why we're doing this week in Knicks history. Um, yeah, the media said we hit rock bottom. What do you think? Um, I don't, I don't think we have. But honestly, I I got a clip, and I, I want to play this clip because this is mad funny. Like I I assume you work for Marvel. I don't. I'm not sure though. We did like a post credit scene and didn't know it. Yeah. Okay. So if 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 you're in tune, Nick's anonymous family, and and listen to the last episode, and you might have missed this because I surely did. But I'm, I'm gonna just play it. I'm gonna let you. This is not rock bottom, bro. Have y'all forgotten where we've been? You know, like, do you really want me to tell you? What, you want us to go no, back? Go. No, no, go, go, do it. Go, let's go there. Go. Do you really let want us? No, I'd rather not because no, I don't because I don't do open it. up a whole can of worms. But let's be real, y'all. So I'm assuming we're opening up the can of worms. Yeah, not not fully, but we're going to open up a little bit because we have to remind our fans where we are and where we've been. Um. So, okay, so to answer your question first before you're about to go off, I, I feel it. I like it. Um, I don't think we're rock bottom. You know where we are? I'll even bring history into it. I'll even bring back in the days into it. We're stuck in the middle of mediocrity. At this moment. Explain. Okay. Right now, this season, 50 games in, we have 23 wins. So we're 23 and 27. And where we are now, I say stuck in mediocrity. What it's looking like is we're the early 2000 Knicks. And let's go back in time. To 2001. Yeah. Ooh, I was one years old. Wow. <laughs> um, And I'm only going there because the 2000-2001 season was our last winning season before disaster struck. And we were 48 and 34. And I remember that season fondly. We got eliminated in the first round by the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. And after that, it went downhill. Check out this 10-year span, yo. You ready? Let's go. Throw it at me. One season, 30 and 52. The next season, 37 and 45. The next season, 39 and 43. The next season, 33 and 49. 
the next season 23 and 59 the next season 33 and 49 the next season 23 and 59 jesus 32 and 50 29 and 53 we're somewhere there because those years we were not bad we were mediocre we weren't good enough to make the playoffs but we weren't bad enough to win the lottery right now that's where we are yeah and at least that's what it's looking like i'm not saying things can't turn around because despite what we think nick fans we're still not far behind we're like four games behind i think yeah we're not that far we it's still and, and from what it looks like we're still not the only team struggling we're still a win streak away. It's it's just very unfortunate that our schedule is so freaking hard. Yeah, that's the bad part. We didn't mention that. <laughs> that is the only problem here. Like we have straight west. I think we have the Kings next. Yes. That's win I think that's winnable. Yeah, I think we can beat the Kings. That unless unless Halliburton goes off. That's true. Okay, who's after the Kings? Let me see. We got the Gri- oh, we're gonna get job Morant, the job the job Morant show. Oh boy! But hold on, let's get back to the let's bring the context back into this, y'all. Let's let's get to the point. Um, I feel right now it looks like we're stuck in the mediocrity of the ten years that I just mentioned. Here's the difference. Here's why it's not all gloom and doom. Most of the time during those ten years, especially in the beginning. We had no cap space, no draft picks, and the signings we did made, we we did make at that time, especially in the beginning, terrible. And we had to use the mid-level exception, and we used it on guys, for example, like Clarence Weatherspoon, Othella Harrington, and Howard Isley. And I know a lot of you are thinking, who? Exactly. Now, no disrespect to Howard Isley because exactly Howard was. Isley was a pretty service, serviceable player in Utah during their playoff years with Stockton and Malone. He was Stockton's backup, actually. But he wasn't worth a four- or five-year contract, which is what we gave him. So, at le- so the and difference between then and now is, yeah, we're kind of stuck in mediocrity, but it's not all bad. We have picks. We have flexibility. And if we're going to be honest... um. A six pick in the draft would actually help our case to get somebody big. I wouldn't. I don't think we would. We would have to win the lottery to move up, depending on where we are. Because we finish into the if we finish in the play-in tournament, which looks like might be a possibility. I think I'm not sure how that works now. The lottery rules rules with that. With the play-in tournament teams being the lottery, I don't recall. I'm gonna have to look into that. But would you think we'll we'll finish somewhere high on the board? I would say somewhere in the top, above the top five. Above the top five. So that means not in the top five, unless we won the lottery. Like six and down? Uh, I suppose, depending on how, depending on if we, because remember, you did say this schedule was brutal. So that depends on how low we sink. And now that we're talking about sinking low, I want to get this out the way. Y'all said we hit rock bottom. Y'all want to hear rock bottom? Y'all didn't hear rock bottom. Y'all heard mediocrity. When, I, when, I, when I gave you those records. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's. I'm going to give you the top three terrible seasons we had. Okay. Top three. Says, I gave you 10 years. So for the next 10 years, I'm only going to give you three. I'm going to give you the rock bottoms. Y'all want rock bottoms? I'm going to give it to y'all. <laughs> Kill us the rock bottoms, dude. 
two 17 and 65 seasons. Huh? Two. Count them. Two seasons Seven. of 17 and 65. Oh, that's a lot of damage. I wouldn't even call that damage, bro. That's a fucking abortion. What, what, uh, <laughs> what, what year? Uh, One of the Fisdale years. Oh, my God. Hey, let's look at the roster. You know what? Bro, that was like three years ago. Let's go back. Let's go back to the roster. Yeah. That was three years ago, right? Yes, sir. Oh, God. So we way, we're way past Let's go rock. back. Frank was still here. We still had Courtney Lee. We're way past rock bottom. I think Kevin Knox was that was his rookie year. Where he averaged sixteen points. It was thirteen, actually. That's still not bad. I say less. Remember Luke Cornette? We had that guy. We had Wesley Matthews for a day. When we when we traded for um, we, this was the year we did the Porzingis trade, actually. It was this year. Cause I see it. I see Moody we had Moutier. Had Lance Thomas, our old friend Alonzo Trier. Wow, man. Ron Baker, <laughs> Trey Burke. Who the hell is Henry Ellenson? They they fucked up with Trey, man. Seventeen and sixty-five. They really they really bonkered up Trey's career, bro. I'm Remember not- Noah Vonley? He was on this team too. I used to like Noah Vonley. Vonley was pretty reliable. Yeah, he had a few highlight. He had a few highlight dunks. I used to like Vonley. I think, I thought he was gonna be a keeper personally. Yeah, no. That was just my opinion, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, this was the year. We had Herzonia. I don't think we have anybody on that roster right now that's on the Knicks. But a few of them are on the Mavericks. (laughs) That's crazy how we have not. That was like two, three years ago, and we have nobody. In three years, we cleaned the entire team. Yep. Everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. Now, let's go to the the rock bottom that I think is officially number one rock bottom. So it gets worse than 17? Well, the other 17 and 65 season. I think this is much worse because we purposely tanked. Okay. And it was horrible, bro. This, this was the year Melo was still here, but he only played half the season. Oh, this is the Phil Jackson era? Yep. Jesus. Yes, sir. Yeah, this season was terrible, bro. Oh, that's a lot of damage. Let me show you how terrible this season was, though. Wow, whoa, whoa. That's for Phil Jackson. Yeah, bro. He, but we did it to ourselves, bro. Like we let he let that happen, like because he didn't want to do it. That's the funny part. Phil Jackson was like, "I didn't want to do it, but the money was crazy, so I took the money." Yeah, like I don't blame him. I would have did the same shit, bro. Let that happen, man. Like, bro, you know it's bad when the likes of Lua Munson start. How many games did Lua Munson start? Thirty-five. Who's Lua Munson? Exactly. Then we had guys like Travis Ware, the immortal Samuel D'Alembert. Travis Ware sounds very familiar. Yeah, he was a warmer. <laughs> he was a bench warmer, bro. <laughs> I'm being real. Like, what the hell? I know, I know. It's just remember fun. Cole Aldrich? We no. had Cole, Cole Aldrich. That name don't sound familiar to you? I remember mm. we, we we had some hope for him. He was mm. a censor. I had no hope that year, probably. What had, year was that? This was the, the Phil Jackson year, 1765. 17 to 65. We're still here. We're still here. 2000 and what? Uh, this was the 2014-2015 season. Oh, right before the boom. No, this is the boom. This no, season. no, I mean the um, the upward boom. Oh, we got Porzingis next year. Yeah. Remember Quincy AC? He had a few highlight dunks too. Quincy AC, I remember. Yeah, Quincy he's AC. a power forward. Yes, I remember Quincy AC. 
I'm trying to find the score. There was a point I'm trying to make. I'm trying to find the box score. The point is that we sucked. Well, yeah. Besides that, that's the <laughs> obvious. That's the obvious point. We sucked really, really bad, and it's not that bad now. Even though it does look extremely bad, it just looks. Hard. It's frustrating. It, it's hard to watch. I'll give you that. I don't. I, we're not here. We're not. We're not here trying to like change your mind and like make you believe that what you're seeing is not painful it's extremely painful we're just trying to like lighten it up a little bit because it's not as bad as it seems if that all just made sense yeah man like, that makes sense to you of course that's the point i'm trying to make <laughs> all right cool we're not rock bottom y'all we're not we're not but i can't i'm gonna show you rock bottom there's oh, a st- point still going yeah bro there's, more. there's a point in this season all right 50 games in this year we're 23 and 27 Okay, disappointing. 2014, 2015. You know where we were 50 games in? Where? You really want to know? Let's go. We were 10 and 40. Yeah. 10 and 40. 10 and 40. With Melo being the only star. And like I said, guys like Dua Budson, Jason. Jason. Remember, Jason Smith was pretty good, actually. He had a nice mid-range. Guys like him, Alexi's fed. Yeah. What? Thank you. You know what? Point made. <laughs> and that's this and, and that's this edition of of this week in Knicks history. I hope y'all get it. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. Jesus, man. Wow. We had, to start, we, had to, we had to start the show with that. I had to get that say, out the can way. Can you say that again? What was his name? What? Wit. What was his name? That- Alexi Shved. <laughs> Fed. We got a I Russian, was fed up with that performance. We got a Russian spy on our team back then. He colluded in the election. <laughs> you and your politics. Bro, I have to throw a politic joke every now and then. I don't like politics, but every now and then I have to throw a current event joke. That's a, that's yo, honestly, bro. You I won't get it heavy because I can't be mad. You won't get it heavy because we're not that kind of show, but every now and again we'll throw one in there. I can't be mad, bro. It's pretty funny. Can't even lie to you. But honestly, since you're getting since you're getting right today, I get this only right that I get right today. Oh, get right. Is it just me? Oh, oh. Are we doing segments back to back? That's different. Yes. Yes, we are. Um this is actually a very kind of different is it just me or usually it's about the uh the next team portion i mean it is about the Knicks, but it's not about the play style or any of sorts it's about a toy oh we're doing merchandising merchandise that's different we never went there before okay yes. let's do this I'm, so, I'm curious to know where we're going with this recently funko has come out with a new line for the NBA edition pops. And for those who don't know, Funko Pops are like new age bobblehead dolls. Um, what's it called? Pop culture. Yeah, and they have different they have NBA players, TV shows, um, football players, baseball players. But d- 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 I'm sure everybody TV knows. Shows. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure most people know, but for those who don't, we're just giving y'all context on it. But yes, TV shows and movies and literally anything you can think of, I'm pretty sure it's a Funko Pop of it. These days, yeah. Um I'm just I'm just a little confused as to why there's no um RJ Barrett Funko Pop. Um recently they came out with a new line and I saw Zion in there. I think RJ's having a better year than him. I saw Zion in there, bro. Let me give you some context. He hasn't played since April of the 28th, 2021. Okay, so is it just is it just me? <laughs> 
Or should there be a Funko Pop of RJ Barrett? Should be a Funko Pop of somebody on the Knicks. I mean, we are like I don't understand. Like we're not that bad of a team. Like you think nobody on our squad? I would have even made one for Julius Randle since he won the Most Improved Player last year. All Star, right? Yeah, exactly. He didn't even get one. I think Sabonis has one. I mean, now's not the timing to bring it up because of what's going on. But you know, last year would have been a reason to make one. Just saying. Maybe they knew. You think? You think maybe, <laughs> maybe Funko knew. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe they got statisticians over there. Oh, man, man. But, yeah, bro, like, the last Funko Pop the Knicks had, I think the only Funko Pop the Knicks had was Porzingis. <laughs> yeah. we, we all see how that ended. Yo, you think that, that's going for money? Uh, Nah, I don't think so. It's probably like a dollar. I think I I, I, saw, I I had two. I sold one for, like, 10 bucks. So it was, like, regular price. Okay, okay, not bad. I sold it on eBay for, like, 10 bucks and, like, Three dollars shipping type shit. Porzingis, you whack. We, uh, we beat the da- we beat Dallas last time, didn't we? We did. Oh, psh. shout out to Mike. Yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> I think it's I think shit. I think it's overdue. The Knicks get a figure. I need a, I need a, a Funko Pop. Um, something. I mean, yeah, we got other stuff, but like, I need a Knicks Funko Pop. I got Michael Jordan and Al Iverson though. If they had made like a Patrick Ewing Funko Pop, I would absolutely cop that. They should definitely do that too, because the Funko Pops do do the NBA Legends line. That's true. Patrick Ewing is a legend. Oh, Hello. Come on, Funko. Slipping Funko. Oh, Funko. Or, or does somebody from ESPN work over there? It's probably Stephen A. Smith himself. Don't get them a Funko. Stay off the weed. <laughs> Slap his forehead. Oh hell, that, that, that'd be a loud ass echo. Slap it. Uh. I should have break the sound barrier. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we doing it, man. We starting off with two. We starting off fun. All right, we starting off light. I hope you guys are in a good mood right now because prepare to crash hard. <laughs> prepare to crash super hard. Um, you know it'd be cool if Tom Thibodeau had a Funko Pop. Really? Yeah, it would actually look kind of funny. He should have like one of the big ones. Like you know, like the like the movie edition, like who has like it's like a like big like it should have him and like the bench. That'd be cool. And him yelling at the bench. Make like, it an, <laughs> make it an exclusive. It's him throwing the clipboard at RJ. <laughs> See the clipboard fly. Yeah, make it an exclusive. The clipboard actually needs to fly towards Randall, but we'll have Randall ducking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That'd actually be a funny looking pop. I'd buy it. Have Randall Duckin and 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 the um the clipboard like right RJ. at yeah. It's getting RJ. <laughs> that could actually explain that 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 pretty much explains the entire season so far. Yeah, he's ducking criticism. Unfortunately, not cool. Not cool, man. But is it you? No, we need more Knicks merchandise. The Knicks need more love. We're the most valuable team. Why would you not promote the most valuable team? Actually, I think you can make your own Funko Pop. Oh, could you? So the Knicks could have like a New York Knicks exclusive, like an MSG, something like that. I think like I could make one, and I'll just throw a Chase sticker on it. And well, that's that. It. That's just a um, what's it called? That's a custom. Yeah, that's a custom made one. But yeah, you can do that. Chill, chill. Yeah, man, I'm tight. I need some Funkos, man. I'm, and some I'm of a Funko those, addict. And some customers be looking fire. I think somebody um, the Knicks fan we follow in Brazil posted a um custom um Nick Funko pop. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shout out to that guy. I 
think it's Nick's fan. His name is Nick's fan Brazil, right? If I'm not mistaken. I, I believe so. He actually had Wally Zerbi. Was it Wally? No, he no, had um, um he had somebody on his on on his on. Um, he interviewed um damn uh, somebody from MSG. I know that. I just not, forgot who it's it is. It's not Wally. It's um. Oh my God. Berman. It was a Berman. One with the glasses. Jesus Christ! I've got their name. Oh my. You know what? We're moving not, on. Moving not, on. Moving on. We're not real Knicks fans. We're not real Knicks fans. <laughs> no, we are. It's just like we, got, we call the brain freeze. Moving on. No, we got to talk about these stoner this, this terrible week. Uh, okay, so do you, where do you want to start first? First start of all, we were 0-3. Let's just get that out the way. Yeah, the Cleveland game, we should have won. We gave that one away. We actually played good ball that game. Good. Per- we actually played good perimeter defense. Well, actually, no, we didn't. Except for Julius Randle, who kept leaving um, Kevin Garland. Love open. <laughs> yeah, and, and Garland killed in the end. We were guarding him bro, good. He didn't, he didn't hit a single three that entire game. Until the that end. was his first three. I know. We, we, we did good guarding him, and we had him turning the ball over a lot, but we just didn't finish the damn game. All right, but, like, our perimeter defense, it shows it's it's cock-a-doo-doo. Bro, it was good, except Randall kept leaving Kevin Love open. So he's cock-a-doo-doo. No, our, our, our perimeter defense is cock-a-doo-doo, but in this instance, Randall kept messing up his rotations <laughs> and leaving Kevin Love open. <laughs> Yo, he was scorching. He was looking like he was looking like Minnesota Kevin Love. Scorching. What? How much he had? He had he had twenty points, eleven rebounds. He had a double double. Holy crap! Oh man, RJ Barrett had twenty four points. Shout out to RJ. Yo, shout out to yo. He's been he's been balling New York. He has been balling out respectfully, man. He's taking the mantle of the guy. Um, Randall had a pretty good game, I guess. Eighteen points. How many turnovers? Uh, he had the drum roll. Oh man, you want to take a guess? Four. Yes. That means a that means a one turnover per quarter. That's terrible. Or he had three in all the last quarter, probably. That would be terrible. Where it mattered, he went six to seventeen from the field goal. Oh wait, the not okay. Uh oh. Let's not even like where where is it at? Where is it at? There it is. Whoa, 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 what, 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 what? There it is. What's going on? Oh, we on? actually hit our free throws this game. Still, though, we missed a lot. How we many missed free 10 throws? free throws. Bro, and we lost by what, two? Two. What was the final score? Actually, this is terrible free throw percentage shooting. What's we shot fu- 52% from the line. What was the final score? 93 to 95. So that means if we would have hit four free throws, three free throws, we would have run? When we would have won? Three yes. more free throws? Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, free throw shooting's been a thorn on our side lately. Bro, look at this. 11 steals from us, bro. Come on. Let's, let's, that's a, that's some great defense right there. We was, we was all right. Bro, you know what's crazy? Our defensive rating is better than last year's. So, like, defense, our, defense totally isn't the problem. It's closing things out. We had 26 points off of turnovers. So, we did pretty good. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's the defense isn't the problem. I mean, it's bad when Evan Fournier got seven points. Yeah, inconsistency. We know Evan Fournier's inconsistency. Bro, what's up? What's up with your boy, Dependable man? I think we got to stop starting him at the point. He dropped a big donut. Sixteen <laughs> minutes. Oh man, eighteen minutes actually. Everybody's slipping. That's weird. But he had four assists though. Everybody's slipping though. That's weird. And shout out to Nardis Noel. He actually had a pretty good game, even though he only had two points. And a big Thir- thirteen points and assist and two steals. Huge, huge shout outs. 
to Quentin Grimes. Yeah, he's been killing lately. Quentin, Quentin Grimes been in his bag. He's been in his bag lately, bro. Shooter, shooter, on the loose. Not even what that. His defense. When he comes for you, Steven, what are you going to do when he comes for you? His defense has been pretty good. He's been locking he, up the best players. He shows no fear, no mercy. In this game, he had 12 points, a rebound, an assist, a block. 4 of 7 from the field, 4 of 6 from 3. Pretty shooter, good, Grimes. Shooter, shooter, shooter. Shooter, shooter. Shooter, shooter. This man was made for New York. Now let me stop. That's all I did. Oh, man. But <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Like, we actually we outscored them in the fourth. And lost the third, as usual. As <laughs> usual. But still, though, we outscored them in crunch time and still lost, man. Like, something's got to give, bro. Like, this game was a dub. This is one of those games. Bro, there's mad games this year we should have won where we would have been like, I'll, I'll take five games. There's five games. I'll take the two Orlando games, this game, and the Timberwolves game. That's four games. And what? And we're what? 23 and 27? Yes. We win those four games. We're 27 and 23. And those were winnable games. We really should have won this game. Yeah, we, we got to add this to the list of games we should have won. Now, the next two games, on the other hand. We could, like, we could, put, those, we could put those together, bro, because they're both the same result. Yeah, like, we didn't deserve to win. We ain't even. Well, the Bucks, not so much. We actually had a shot at one point, but they just pretty much shot us in the face and said, like, it's over. Yeah, they're not coming back on us. The perimeter defense, man. It's all it's yeah. all the same in every game. The Heat beat us 110 96. Look how much Tyler. Just look at uh, Tyler Hero. The Bucks beat us 123 108. Tyler Hero. Let's talk about Tyler Hero. So Let's just look at their three point. Their, and did you know 21.6 rebounds, four assists for Tyler Hero, six of thirteen from the field, three of six from three. You know what was the problem in that game that got me tight? We let PJ Tucker score 20 points. PJ Tucker's not a scorer. Bro, but he leads the league in three point percentage. PJ Tucker does? Yes. You kidding? No. Wow. But he's still not a scorer, bro. Six percent, I think, bro. But he's still not a scorer. It's not. It ain't, it ain't that serious. We let we let him drop twenty on us. Bro, I I swear to I swear on everything. I'm gonna look it up. Okay, he's four six from three. Bro. Oh, yo, bro, like what? Duncan Robinson killed us from three too. He was seven of eleven. Oh my. God. He dropped twenty five. This is why we look, bro. Seven of eleven, bro. He took eleven shots from three. Bro, they had four guys drop twenty. Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Buckets, P.J. Tucker, and Tyler Hero. Oh. Duncan Robinson had 25, Buckets had 22, Tucker 20, Tyler Hero 21. So, yeah, of course we were going to lose this game. No grit. Nothing. We had no heart this game. Except for maybe Barrett, even though he was negative 36. Not good, Knicks. But RJ is still bowling nonetheless, which is a good sign. No, yeah, 17 points was good. Quickly did good this game as well. Quickly's been doing good lately running the point. It's kind of just it's everything. Everything good is masked by like the, the losing. Way the losing. Yeah. Like like quickly's been doing good running the point. RJ's been killing. He looked like he's. It looked like he's gunning for that number one spot to be the guy. Um, she should be. I mean, like, what else is? What else do you need to see? In my opinion, but uh, that's just me, bro. Like, offensively, and is it just me or <laughs> offensively and defensively? Grimes is maturing before our eyes. Obi Toppin is having his moments like he always does. Very quickly too. Like, he's doing it pretty fast. Yeah. Which is extremely good. Maybe he had a Cam sighting in this game. Cam Reddish had six points and two and two rebounds. Which one was the game when he was tight when he got in? The Heat. 
the heat game, right? Because he, they, they put him in like you put me in now, bro. He ain't blown out. You saw it. You saw it in his face, right? You saw it in his face, bro. You know, I, I saw a stat that when Rand, uh, we're gonna be throwing Rand under the bus again. Of course, <sighs> bro, this is, bro, I'm, so, this, I'm this sorry, is bro. Crazy, bro. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Julius, but we have to do it, bro. This is we, where we, it, we here at Nick's Anonymous speak the facts. Um, that's where he's been for the past week. I saw a stat that when Julius Randle was out the game against the Heat, we outscored them fifty-six to thirty-six. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's a lot of damage. Why did we put him back in? I think that's a question for Thibodeau. Come on, Tibbs, you're better than this man. Got to work on those rotations, brother. You got you got to be situational with him, man. You gotta be situational in general. Yo, you know what's crazy? You know what I think's going on with the whole holding Randall out from the media thing? What if what if they don't want him to say nothing so he doesn't bring down his value further and there's a trade in the midst? Like he is gonna be traded. Ooh, that's not bad. What if that's what's going on? But he's gotta talk eventually though, bro. Well yeah, we can't hide him forever, you know, but like that's what I think was going on for the time being. Maybe they're they're, they're um Seeing what people are offering for him, I don't think we're gonna get Ben Simmons though. Ah, uh, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying like that's the only person that I would trade him for, that unless, sucks. unless of course we move him to the Kings. If we could do like a three, because they the, the Kings already look like they're gonna get the lock on him. So if we could maybe pull out like a three team trade thing with them, maybe for like Fox, maybe. <laughs> I'm not too big. I like De'Aaron Fox, but I'm not too big on getting him because I don't think he would solve our problems. He's not a good shooter. Yeah, he'll draw people in driving to the basket. That's the strength he'll bring to us, and that's actually what we need. But he wouldn't help him shooting, and he's kind of shaky. Yeah, and he's shaky on defense. So I'm not too big on De'Aaron Fox, man, in all honesty. And I actually like De'Aaron Fox. No disrespect to him. He's he's a pretty good player. Not very good. He's just not what we need. Which is why we need Ben Simmons. See, here's—I mean, it doesn't. See, here's why I bought up. This is why I posted about Harrison Barnes yesterday, because all the rumors about the Kings with De'Aaron Fox, Marvin Bagley, and all that. So I asked myself, why not Harrison Barnes? You know what I mean? And you know, you—you has your point that you told me he's not youth, and we're trying to get youth. Cool, that's agreed. But as I said, we still only have one wing. We still need depth. You know what I mean? And Harrison, and I think Harrison Barnes wouldn't be a bad look because next year his contract comes off the books. That's more flexibility. Hell, we could even probably improve. In, uh, excuse me, we could Sign probably for less. Not even that. I was gonna say if we bring him in, we could probably include him in the trade as well because he's a um a asset. He's averaging 16, shooting over 45, and shooting 41 from three. So he's playing pretty good ball. And I don't think he would take away from Cam Reddish's development. I mean, what is he even developing now? I, bro, we're going to make moves, bro, so he can develop. But I think um, I brought up the Harrison Barnes possibility. As I said, there's no context to this. There's no rumor. There's no internet um, speculation or speculation in mainstream sports media. This is just me bringing this up. Um... I think that would be something to look at. It doesn't have to happen. It's not the no no all be all and if we don't get Harrison Barnes, it's over. That's not what I'm saying. But why not look at that? 
I mean, give it a look. If the puzzle fits, place it, right? Exactly. Dude. Like I said, the flexibility's still there. I don't think he would take... You, you said he... I remember you had said you think he would take he away would, minutes from Cam as well, right? He would have to... He would. I. I. I think if we would get him, he would just pretty much take the spot of Burks. Exactly. Exactly. That's how I see it. He would take someone's spot that's already there. Like, you. You would still start Cam. Like yeah, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want Barnes to start. Because I think Barnes is a starter. I think he. He could still work here as a start as a starter as well. He would just have to know, yo, bro, you're sharing minutes with Cam. That's just the way it is. Then we have to get rid of Burks, pretty much. I mean, he's he was one of the people listed in the um veterans were trying to get on um, trade. It was Burks, Kemba, um, Fournier, and um potentially Randall. How do you feel about Sims? Jericho Sims? Yeah. Nah, we keeping that guy. I like I, know, but I like, like Jericho Sims. But like, what do you what do you like moving forward? Like, how? Like, do you think? They want like him to play. Like I don't understand. Like they have Taj Gibson playing X amount of minutes, having like twenty six minutes, like thirty minutes. Well, no, not that much. But he is playing more than Sims. I think they're letting Sims develop in the G League, and I actually think that's best for him because he's still raw as hell. Um, I would say bring him in towards the end of the year. You know, if we're if we move up and we're still competing, and he's killing in the um G League. Why not give him a shot? Bring him in to gain some experience if, we, if we get in. I got to look at the G League stats. Nah, same here, man. I have, I, I kind of don't keep up with the G League like that. I do know some players' names, but I got to start keeping up with that. We, we got to be a little more in-depth here in, in Nick's Anonymous. You know, because they got a few players there from what I'm seeing. Like There's like a guy. I forgot his name. Like, he has a Spanish name. Let me see if I can find it. What Hold position on. does he play? I believe he's a center. And he had like a double double the oh, other is, day. Is he the one that um he could shoot, right? I believe so. Hold on, I'm going to the page yeah, right now. But then, yeah, this is an oddly short show, man. Like, let me tell you, like, Dewan. Fo- I, I found him, Dewan Hernandez. Dewan. Dewan Hernandez, twenty-four points, nine boards, four steals. Pretty good. Pretty damn good. And the slaps. And the Spanish guy. In the NBA, it's not a lot of those. Pretty sweet. We 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 moving up in the world. <laughs> Represent. Yes, sir. I don't know where I don't know where he's from, but Spanish guy's a Spanish guy. You still rock. Um. Yeah, like. You know what? Since we since I brought up Harrison Barnes, and that was just a me speculation rumor. Let's talk about a real rumor that came up. Donovan Mitchell. Mm, yeah, I don't. What do you what do you think about that? Me personally, I don't I don't think the Jazz are gonna be dumb enough to give him up. But then again, I guess if he wants out, he wants out, right? That's what I'm saying, bro. They're talking about speculation out there is that the Jazz are quote unquote a first round exit from Donovan Mitchell requesting the trade to New York. My thing is this, bro. I like Donovan Mitchell, great player. And he actually would help. Yeah. Because he's a finisher. Knicks need a finisher. Mm-hmm. Clutch. But at what cost is he going to come? That's big, bro. That's a big player. He's going to be... Bro. First money. Let's talk there. His contract is huge, bro. His contract I think, is humongous. Uh, I'm going to get that right now, but 
This wouldn't be like trading for Ben Simmons. This would be a way more. Yes, because Ben Simmons, even with Ben Simmons' value down, they're still asking for a lot. So imagine how much Donovan Mitchell is going to cost. And how, because think about like how valuable he is to that team. Exactly, he's their guy. He's the franchise player. He's the Stockton. He's the Malone. He's the um the Darren Williams. We could go on and on and on. <laughs> You know, how, much is, how much does this man want, bro? What do you mean? Oh, I thought you were looking up his contract. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm, okay, I'm, okay. I'm trying to get it up right now. I'm sorry. My phone's No, no, you, you're chilling, bro. But honestly, Donovan Mitchell would be... He's like a... Bro, oh my God, He's bro. what DSJ was supposed to be. Not even close. But, bro, check out his contract. This year, he makes 28 mil. Next year, 30. The following year, 32. The following year, 34. And 25, 26, 37. Woo! Now that's a contract. Yeah. How, how much is that in total? Five years, 163 million. How much did we sign Fournier for? 75, right? Yeah, that. Just that that's nothing. How much we, to this. I know. How much we signed for? I mean, not all that 40 of Randall. That, that's still nothing compared to that. Okay, so, okay. If you had to put a package together, what would it be? Because uh, you're a little bit better with the, the money side of things than I am. Uh, you know what? I guess it would have. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna do it on the NBA trade machine right now as we speak. Let's see what I can. Let's see what concoction. Yo, Nick's anonymous family. Let us know who would you give up in the comments. Who would you give up? And if you want, explain why. If you want. Okay, let's see. Heavy on the if you want. Donovan Mitchell is at 28 mil this year. So you got to match 28 mil. Bing bong. Show me the All right, money. I'm, on this website, though, it's not going to work because you can't trade Julius Randle yet till February. But I'm going to try to match the salaries so we can at least see that. All right. Randle's 21 mil. I would say Fournier as well, no? That'll be too much. Then we got to take on somebody else on the Jazz. So okay. you know what? Let's see what else the Jazz got to offer. Uh, no, not Conley, not Bogdanovic, not Jordan Clarkson, even though Jordan Clarkson's pretty good. Um, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> oh my god, no, his contract is crazy. His contract is worse. Was it 200 mil? Something like that. Gobert's contract is 35.3 a year. That's crazy. I like Gobert, but he ain't worth that much. Uh, let's see. You might have to, we might have to get somebody just to wave. Yeah, like I from the looks of it, it would have to be like a multiple team trade. So yeah, bro, the Knicks would have to be giving up a lot. This would be it's hard for me to do it on the trade machine, <laughs> you know. So imagine how hard it's gonna be in real life for for Leon Rose. But it's not impossible. I would assume like without the trade machine, you're gonna have to give up Randall. So overall, some picks. So okay. a young player or two. Uh, maybe even another vet or two. Yeah, it's going to be a big trade. And we probably have to take another player back and probably take back a second-round pick from them, maybe. So when you weigh out when you weigh out the odds and the evens, right, do you say the cost is worth the value? It could be. It's possible. We could use a guy like... You know what it is, too? I don't think the Nick... Even though, I, even though we've, we've said many times... We think the Knicks need a point guard. I think the Knicks may be warm with what they got. 
with D Rose, Deuce McBride. That little dynamic right there, quick, Don- quick, quickly. You know what I mean? Because Donovan Mitchell is not a pass first point guard. He's not a point guard at all. He's a shooting, shooting guard. guard. Yeah. So like, yeah, I yeah, I don't know. He's dope. Don't get me wrong. Like, you think he wouldn't be? He's not a guy we need. Smitty said the same thing. He said Donovan Mitchell isn't, isn't a guy he thinks we need. Because that's a big jump. That's commitment, bro. Like, especially with that contract. You know what I mean? Like, we we are committed in this man taking us all the way. I don't think that's gonna happen. Especially if we're giving up too much. What is he gonna have left to work with? So you think this would be the metal trade all over again? You know what I mean? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. But I think I personally think this might be a possibility, though. I'd rather go for Ben Simmons. It'll be much. Less. No, I did. I'm, I, I I agree. But I think like the Knicks, it's possible the Knicks may be warming up to their point guard situation. Because like I said, with Rose, you know Rose is gonna come back. He's a keeper. We're keeping him for the remainder of his contract. Anything but John Wall, please. Oh, oh God, no. Deuce McBride's gonna get more time. His time's gonna come. And then there's Rokas Jokubitis. He's actually doing good overseas. We got a point guard stash. Safe, locked away. Exactly. Locked so we got, we got the secret weapon, bro. We got the Tasmanian Devil. We're gonna let that. We're gonna let that loose. No, actually, the Tasmanian Devil is Julius Randle, according to my. Friend. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I, I mean, as far as unleashing him and keeping him in the box, you know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah. It's possible the Knicks may be warm to the point guard position and may look elsewhere at other positions because you can still move. Um, it's funny you can still move. Um, RJ to the three, and with Mitchell, you would still have Grimes coming off the bench as the three and D. I would really much rather have RJ at the two though. That's just me personally, and just have it more comfortable where it's at. I wouldn't mind having RJ at the three and starting Grimes, but I I still think he deserves a shot at that starting position. What, Grimes at the two? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why we, not? we drafted him. That's cool. He's playing good defense. We that need defense. Cool. We need three-point shooting. There we go. He is nice. That kid is elite. But yeah, um, as of now, I'm not too warm on Donovan Mitchell. But I think it might be a better possibility than going after a point guard than most people think. It's crazy how all this evolves, right? Like when, all the, when the deadline first started, we were saying we need a center, a stretch five. I still think we do. That would be dope. I still think we but do. I think I think we've no, all... No, but it doesn't have to be a starter. We just have to decide. Well, let me not say we have to decide. Decide. We all know we're keeping Mitch. Um, We just have to decide if Noel, if his, if it's his time to go. I think Noel, it's not his time to go yet. I think Noel still brings something to the table. He's different as far as like on defense. Like, you got to stay healthy. Exactly. That's and his that, only problem. That's his only problem. Yeah. Because when he plays, he does good things. I don't know about everybody else, but I see good. I see Noel doing good things on the defensive end when he plays. It's just his health is the problem. And I think I think at this point within the trade deadline, I think we've all agreed, like we said, and came to turn that I think point guard is probably top priority. I also came to terms that Julius Randle is all Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Not even. Bro. Yeah, no, nah, facts. Think about it. Think about it. He doesn't even, at least Russell Westbrook averages like 20 points or something. But he's close to the triple doubles. Hence why he's our Russell Westbrook. At least that's how I see it. <laughs> like, yeah. Because like he, he has the good games too, but he just does reckless shit. And he has one motor. Like, it's the same thing. The, the comparisons are there. He's a nutcase. No, Westbrook is a nutcase. 
Julius Randle. I'll give Westbrook this. He's more mentally strong than Randle. Because Westbrook don't give a fuck. He's going to do Westbrook. Yeah. <laughs> He'll do Westbrook. Randle's going to boo us. Randle's going to do Randle, but he's not going to feel good about himself. Weird. Westbrook, win or lose, I got my triple-double. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got mine type shit. He's one of those. He that dude. He the, kid, he the dude from St. Mary's that, oh, we lost. I got my buckets. Yeah, like, y'all <laughs> niggas suck. Like, it wasn't me. It was y'all. Oh, man, but we had a terrible week, bro. 0-3. Um, we got the Lakers this week. Speaking I bet you we win that game. I put money on it. That's the game we win. How much? I'm not going to really bet. I'm just saying. I might bet, I might bet on DraftKings. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to bet on the Knicks when we play the Lakers. I'm going to bet that we cover the spread. Good luck. I think the Knicks can cover the spread against the Lakers, win or lose. Good luck. All right, bet. Watch. We'll let y'all know how that went next week. I guess that wraps up this episode. Dab it up. Shout out to the Knicks and Nominous family. We appreciate you guys for listening and sticking with us for 56 long episodes. It has definitely been a roller coaster ride. But, you know, loyalty... Is royalty, you feel me? Yeah, I just right. made that up. T-shirt, merch, merch. Loyalty is royalty. Yeah, I like that. Merch, merch, merch. Don't, don't say it no more. <laughs> Somebody might steal our idea. Don't steal. Come on, next time. Yo, be be humble. Come on. We love you guys. Steven, take the floor. Uh, go Knicks. I hope we get our shit together. Um, and if we don't, I hope we get a good pick and do something good with it we got to make some moves new york and i believe and y'all listen man leon rose has not given us up until this point leon rose has not given us any reason to doubt him i'd say up until this point because the signing of forney and kemba really didn't work out uh so he didn't flip those guys i already know yeah he could flip exactly that's what i'm saying you know i think he sees the mistake he's like oh shit you know these guys were not what i thought they were he's like the colombian cartel he's gonna turn the cocaine into crack you can hear the the narcos music the theme song playing in the background i wish i had it on the soundboard next time (laughs) next time but um you already know uh we got yo listen man the most okay as nick fans we got to remember one thing I'm going to drop y'all with a gem real quick before we dip. Yes, we are angry. Yes, we are mad. But we can never stop believing in our Knicks. Okay? Orange we, and blue skies. You got to be like, it. you know, this is what being a fan is about. No matter how bad or how good your team is doing, you're always going to be there cheering them on. Yes. Granted, no matter how much they piss you off. Yes. You know what I mean? That's what being a fan is all about. So, yes, we're angry at our boys. But we also got to be there for the boys. You feel me? Yes, sir. So with that. Oh, and not to mention, um, we will be taking a vacation February 10th. I don't Are we going to film an episode that week? If we could, like, find a way to do it. Like, if we could bring this stuff, I'll do it. And by that time, we'll have another mic. I, we could probably still we could, we could probably still do the past, present, and future because, you know, we'll have our phone with us and we can still go live. But as far as the next anonymous episode, we might take a vacation that week. I mean, we are taking a vacation, but we might take a vacation for making an episode. Next Anonymous, yes. yeah. But, uh, but but make sure to follow us at Next Anonymous to stay updated. Yes, sir. And find out. And ladies. Yes, sir, and ladies. Yes. Uh, we love you guys. Go Knicks. Let's go Knicks.